Okay, you're teasing. I thought I just did. Did you? Well, I did the last story, so I'm guessing I teased. Yeah. Oh, so I, yeah, that's right. I got to tease. But I'm keeping count quietly. <laughs> pretty, well, soon we're gonna, pretty soon we're going to put a damn chalkboard up. What? <laughs> <laughs> so let's preface every story here with, in this first story, in the second story, in this... And now in the 17th story, ladies and gentlemen, we've gone off the rails. Please subscribe and or follow This Is True Really News. They don't have to like us? Well, I mean, please really like, like it as, as well. And ask your friends to like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Wait, Really News as well. Well, I can't wait for your <laughs> what the cough switch will sound like this time. No, me either. <laughs> um... No, I'm where was I? Oh, yeah, I was doing the You were teasing. like, subscribe, follow. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah, your yeah. friends like, subscribe, follow. Because you never follow. know when we'll accidentally be actually funny. That's and, true, and you would hate to miss that. Right? It's sort of like, you know, ooh, How many shows have we done now? Rough. Last one I put up as of this recording is 348. And I think if, if, if memory serves, we've been funny twice. So it's not well, an everyday occurrence. Is and the saying. one was a lobster heist, and the other was the day the podcast died. Which really is only funny to us, but hey. No, no. My Trust brother me, Chris called me and said, I couldn't understand anything you were saying, but you were laughing so hard. I was laughing that hard. Exactly. It's the old rule of radio. If you're having <sighs> fun, they'll have fun with you. Sheila, please, please get us out of this. This is true. Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. There was in March a standoff in Bedford County, Pennsylvania. Dum, dum, dum. WJAC TV was reporting. So is it WJAC or WJATCH? <laughs> I guess it depends on whether you're Slavic. I suppose. Bedford County, Pennsylvania, 10-hour standoff after Catherine Ann Imler made an odd appearance about 1.30 at another resident's home. How odd was it? How odd was this appearance that she made at another resident's home? Well, the 57-year-old was naked. <laughs> and Good start. She, oh, hang on. She did not rest on her laurels. Although This is a have. woman who has ambition, I tell she you. She reportedly forcefully entered the home. Where? Still naked. <laughs> she stole the man's shotgun. Eep. She walked out his back door with the gun. Mm-hmm. He did what any normal human being would do. He asked her what she was doing. Yeah, because where's she going to keep the shells, honestly? And she said, <laughs> really? That's what you get from this. Not that an unbalanced human being now has a shotgun in her hand. <laughs> well, is it loaded? I didn't it know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't keep loaded enough. guns in my house. <sighs> Where was I? Yeah, Back door. She... Why was she doing this? Oh, she said, it's my house. My? Emily then returned to her home. I mean, her own home where she actually lived. Still naked? The, the vic- I would suppose so. Yeah. At least until she got home, then she could probably slip into something comfortable. <laughs> the, uh, the victim did what any victim would do. Called police. Well, well, you know, after the stunning jaw-dropping weirdness wore off. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities set up a perimeter around Imler's house, but could not extract her until late that evening when she was taken to UMPC Altoona with self-inflicted injuries. 
Oh, the poor thing. From a sword. <laughs> Which reminds me, my brothers had a had a fight one time. So please in the do house. I keep loaded swords laying around. <laughs> the, the Civil War sword that I have out in the man cave? Yeah. That oh, was no. my great 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 grandfather's or something like that. Well, he's pretty good. Chip and Chris actually had a fight with it one time. <laughs> I witnessed it. Oh my goodness. Who won? Nobody. Well, neither Who had the sword. Chris. <sighs> and Chip went and locked himself in the basement after using the scabbard to block the sword a bit. That's how a lot of the dents appeared on it. And then, um, you know, not from the Civil War. And then he locked himself in the bathroom and Chris kicked it off the hinges. So this oh. was a fight fight, not a, oh, let's have fun fight. Oh, um, and boy, the old man was unhappy. We were already in trouble and grounded to begin with. And so there was tension him. already. Oh, yes. And we were to set the table yeah. for Sunday dinner. And the table was partly set. And the clock was all, the big grandfather clock was all screwed up. And the, and the door had been kicked off the hinges to the upstairs bathroom. So you had a lot of working for you there. Man. Where were you in all this, dude? Watching. <laughs> you know, siblings. If Chris was going to kill him, I wanted to see. It could be blood. It might be cool. <laughs> the chaplain was not pleased. As everybody knows, it's only cool after somebody puts an eye I out. I think the entire state knew how mad my dad was. He was that loud. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> an assistant principal who read a children's book called I Need a New Butt to Second Graders in Mississippi needs a new job. Thank God. Toby Price says he was fired from Gary Road Elementary School in Jackson suburb the other day after he read the book to a Zoom class. He says he grabbed the book, a personal favorite. I think I like this guy. After a guest reader didn't show up and his boss told him to go ahead and read. Price says he's read the funny, silly book to children at schools in other districts, and he's never had an issue with it before. The book by New Zealand author Don McMillan, was, which is an island of the southernmost exposure of the tropical islands, has a suggested reading of ages 6 to 10. A synopsis from the publisher. A young boy suddenly notices a big problem. His butt has a huge crack. So he sets off to find a new one. Will he... <laughs> Will he choose an armor-plated butt? A rocket butt? Find out in this quirky tale of a tale, which features hilarious rhymes and delightful illustration. <laughs> I love this book so far. I think my son Drew would enjoy it. Price's termination letter from the Hines County School District Superintendent states that the choice of book showed a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment and unnecessary embarrassment. To whom? Six to ten-year-olds would be rolling on the floor. Uh, Do you need a new butt? <laughs> Back to you, Tony. No, I'm as childish as the next guy. <laughs> I like that book. <clears throat> I'm going to look that one up. You would. I could use a new butt. Don McMillan or somebody, I think, wrote it. Yep. From New Zealand, the southernmost of the tropical islands. boy. Big night out for Leone Feldes. Feldes. John McMillan. Leone. Let's go with Leone. Okay. 34 years old. Big idea. She would get an Uber 
from the Church Inn in Salford, United Kingdom, okay, to Ukraine to help <laughs> the situation there. She admits she may have had one too many double pink gins and shots of sambuca. Double pink, double pink gin followed by sambuca. I'm trying to figure out how that stayed in your stomach. Right. Yeah. I like sambuca, but you got to sip it over a very long period of time. Days. The Manchester weeks. The Manchester Evening News reported that she was saved from her drunken philanthropic tendencies (laughs) (laughs) by what we've all come to know as fiscal reality. There we go. Her Uber app reported that insufficient funds were there to back the 1,700-mile trip, which would have cost about 4,500 British pounds, quid, and or pounds sterling. They have so many names just for a buck. So do we. We have a buck. We have a dollar. We have a saw buck. No, that's five bucks. That's five bucks. We have. Uh... Yeah, boy, we had just brimming. Not for lack of trying, though, we did attempt to make the transaction nine freaking times. <laughs> let's be honest. Must be fair. something wrong with what I input. <laughs> Let me try it again. Maybe we can get this to work. This Give me another Sampoka. For heaven's sakes, it's 4,500 quid. I remember when we were looking, we said, oh, we'll get the comfort one. <laughs> well, that's dearer, the XL one, Zoda said. <laughs> I am so glad I didn't have the funds available. <laughs> she probably would have if she would have been drinking. Yeah, right. Pink freaking Back. gin. <laughs> pink, double pink gin. I don't know what that is. I'll have to look it up, but I love Sambuca. It's a great after dinner. You know, Sambuca calls it nice things about you. So that's do you. Do you know Sambuca? Are you no. familiar with it? It's I know I know what it is, but it tastes like yeah. yeah, it tastes like black licorice. I love black licorice. God's evilest candy. It was I love you God know made I, red licorice, and then Satan said I can do better, <laughs> and he made stale black good, licorice, stale good and plenties just for me. I love stale good and plenties. Okay, right? I do. I do. In eighteen twenty, France and Belgium literally set their border in stone. They placed. 300 pound markers in the ground delineating the boundary all along it however fast forward to today one of the stones was moved a while back sparking an international incident it seems a farmer in the belgian town of urquelins took it upon himself to move the stone out of the way of his tractor well you know What he actually did was unwittingly expand Belgium's territory by 10,000 square feet. The hell? He had no idea the border stone had been placed there following the defeat of Napoleon or that it served as a geopolitical marker. Once the French caught wind of this, the French mayor of the next town over sent a note asking the stone be returned to its original location. Farmer Not complied. Sternly worded. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> Farmer complied and war was averted. Heavens for that. This is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.